Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest! On air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. Well, Sisney, how was Mother's Day? It was really fun. Honestly, it was getting it was a little stressful getting everything set up because we hosted Mother's Day brunch yeah, at our house. I, I remember that. How many but but still so lovely to be able to host people again. Yes. For a celebration. That's true. And I did make it easy on myself. I did not cook anything. I ordered um breakfast from Jinxie's Cafe, which is right here oh, in I like the valley. Jinxie. Yeah. <laughs> So we did like traditional brunch stuff like French toast, bacon, eggs, potatoes, all that stuff. And then I ordered quiche from this place Ugh, in downtown. I love, I grew up loving quiche. Yeah. So we did a few pies of quiche from this place called Holy Quiche. I'd never ordered from them before. It was delicious. I was like, this is cool. On a and, Sunday, it's a good order. A holy mm-hmm. quiche. Love yeah. A quiche. It was really, really yummy. And then I surprised all the moms with um, chair massages. So I had a masseuse come to the house and did 15-minute chair massages for all the moms. See, that's great. There you go. That, that brings the whole thing yeah. to life. That was the element I was missing. I like to have a wow factor at every party that I do. It's like my birthday party, we had a magician come and do 30 minutes of magic. Like, like oh, just Tanya, random stuff. The element you're missing is your... Don't have kids. What are you talking about? No, Element missing like a mother's you, yeah, day. Yeah, but I have a mother and I celebrate oh, Mother's Day. Right. But we're talking about Sisney hosting. I was like, wait a minute. So you hosted your mom? Yeah, well, we did a mom mosas with my mom and yeah. Robbie's That's mom. That's cute. We did that too. Whoa, 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 whoa. You have mom mosas with Robbie's mom and your mom? Correct. We did like What mom- about the boys? Well, yeah, and my dad and his dad and his, like we were all there, but it was for like it The six was, of you. Yeah. This um, is really moving along. So cute. But we had lunch plans with like his extended part of the family. So like aunt and grandma and we had like a big lunch planned, but I wanted to do something more intimate so I could spend more quality time with like my mom and his mom. So we just yeah. did us like in the morning and then we all went to lunch together. Mm-hmm. Who feels it faster? His mom or your mom after the mamosa? Um, That's an interesting question. Probably mine. Mine. Who has the second one? Both. Who has the third one? Both. 
They both oh party. Oh my gosh, they're funny. Yeah, I they love it. This they're is fun. taking on a life of its own, Sissy. Yeah, I need to stop eating garlic and have my hair ready at all times in case the big moment <laughs> mm-hmm. just happens. But and the massage he us. chair is really good. I was that's I was missing something right. like that. You know, so you know, we should remember. Note to self: if you need a baby name, Sissy. Right. If you need an element at a party, Sissy. Mm-hmm. Always. I, I. You know what? I always regret not asking Sissy for advice on things because I don't want to bog you down because I know you have so much going on. I don't want to like bother you with first suggestions. Well, Ask me, I would have told Wait, you the same huh, thing about huh, the mamosa bar. We had like the whole thing set up with the different crafts of juices and all that. What have you not wanted to bog us down by asking stuff? I look at my phone over a weekend and I'm bog, 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 bog. Literally. <laughs> it's like a bog fest. It's bog, 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 bog. The other day she was like, you know that blanket that I gave the twins four years ago? Like I <laughs> yeah, put this bog-a-palooza quote on, on it. Can you go in their room and see what the quote was? And, and I was what? like, ugh. And then, I don't know, you, Iris, I sent you a text about your vibe show and then you sent me back something that I didn't understand. Bog, Wait, bog, bog, when you bog, started bog. texting about the vibe show, I literally just like stepped out of that text I know. Message. Wait, what did, you te- what did I text I you back I sent some about? notes about the vibe she show. I was like, listening. Well, I think you were like retaliating because you, you asked about the, what was it, Peace Out Girl Scout and Tanya was like, that's old. Blah, blah, blah. And then Ryan goes, well, something was wrong on your vibe show. And I was like, I'm staying out of this. (laughs) I got to tell you guys, I'm driving around, checking out the station. I'm calling it in if it's not right. I'm calling it in. So true. Uh, All right. Because, I mean, you know when you hear something, like, you know in the song, it rarely happens, I guess, but I have been to the car before and a song ends and, like, nothing happens on Kiss. I pick up my phone and call, hello, press play. I'm with you. But I have to say, I've been less boggy lately. You have to admit, I've been less boggy. Because you're bogging down Robbie. Yeah, you got Robbie to help. You got Robbie to help with your bog. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait. Oh, what? I forgot. I was going to do something here, but I forgot. How did your first feature film shoot go last week oh yeah because you were leaving to go do it and i i really actually forgot over the weekend so much was going on with my family what happened you want me to tell you now well what movie are you in so i can't say the title of the movie yet i really truly can't but i can tell you that it's a feel good happy holiday christmas movie did you post any pictures no i did not i took some you're not allowed Honestly, right. yeah, I I posted a picture of me um, outside my trailer, <laughs> <laughs> which, by the way, I'm not trying to be like I get that I'm not was not the star of the movie, but oh. I was very grateful for my dressing room that they provided me. However, really? when I opened it, it was really small, which like okay, fine, I get it. I'm literally changing into one outfit. That's it. But then my toilet was broken. Yeah, well, and that's common. It was so broken that like the flush thing didn't even work. There was, was it a leftover was it a stuff flush? in there. Foot flush? And it's a foot flush, yeah. And it yeah. smelled like well. sulfur awfulness. Eww. Like it was you so see? You know, being a movie star, not so glamorous. It's is it, not Cincinnati? so glamorous. And but but I wanted to tell somebody because I didn't want them to blame me for it. Right, like, like somebody else goes in there and they're like, "It was stinky, sissy." I know, and I was like, "This was not me." No, like I Susie, swear, don't, these actors are method. They're not thinking <laughs> about that. They are focused fully on the happy, feel good role that they've got to play. Well, don't yeah, stress. no, it wasn't just me though. There was like another girl next to me, and her stunk too. So I was like, "All right, at least we're in this together." But, Listen, I have to actually, you know, at, at Wango Tango or Jingle Ball, Jingle Ball at Jingle Ball, the kiss staff gives me. The men's restroom as my dressing room. That's I true. I dress with the urinal. They put like a Well, they put a pipe and drape. Up. They pipe and drape the urinal. Like, I don't know what's back there for me to change my clothes between whatever I got to do. Yeah, well, at least we got a dressing room. We yeah. just crash yours. I totally It's not a dressing yours. room. It's the men's bathroom. It's Look, the men's multi bathroom. It's a place bathroom. for us to put our bags. So, But, but don't, Tubbs, don't like dress it up. I mean, I know there's a urinal behind the black curtain. 
Right? You happen to be so cute, crafty, like a crafty lumberjack in there, aren't you? Put some plants in there. But no, honestly, I don't, need, I don't need ferns in there. The whole experience was really fun and exciting, and like it's just a whole. So what? Different can world. you run your lines with it? Can you give us? Like, I can. Your so scene? I can give you like one of the first scenes that I did. Oh, there was, was multiples. Yeah, I think there's three, at least four. Oh scenes. my gosh, that's a lot. So the first scene that I did, that I filmed, was me being myself completely. I was like pretending that we were hosting like. Uh, like a jingle ball type of event. So I'm on stage at the, it was, we did it at our iHeart Theater. Oh. And so it was just like, and coming up right after the commercials, we're going to come back with our big Christmas Eve special and the five lucky guests that are going to be here, blah, 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 something like that, right? Wait, is this a Hallmark movie? It's uh, HBO Max. Oh, they got budget. They should have flushed your toilet. Yeah. <laughs> so that I felt really confident in. Then we were done with that scene and everyone's like, wow, you guys were great. Like this and that. It was also, I'm with Amy from the Bobby Bone show. So it was the two of us. Oh, Amy Are they Brown. doing a flight yes. attendant Christmas movie? The flight attendant holiday no. special? No, it's not. It's not. But it's a really cute movie. Really feel good family movie. Well, wait, okay. gonna love when, it. Are, when can you tell us what movie you were starring in? When it gets closer to it being released. And I'm, which I'm assuming will probably be like after Holidays? Thanksgiving, yeah. yeah, like sometime around that time. Uh, we'll for get, sure talk about it and all, all that good up. stuff. No, but let me just tell you this part real quick. So then we start filming the scene where I actually do a scene with the main, the lead, the main character of the movie. Was he famous? She, she, she famous. You, she has been in a very famous movie, a very one, an Oscar famous movie. So, so she's like recent, oh. young, cute, all the things. So this is where I panicked, Ryan. This Tanya, is where start guessing. This is where I feel like I'm now starting to act because okay. I had to go up. I had to go up to her and introduce myself and tell her how I watched this tape and I was like, "We're so excited that you're here." And this and that, which really was just normal. Is that talk. part of the role or is that part of you? It's part of me, like how I would speak. But I panicked because it was like, "All right, you're overthinking action." It. And then there's all the extras going and walking around, like all everybody was there. That's when I really like I forgot my lines the first take. Oh, I, I literally oh, was just like, worst. it was the worst. And I was I mean, like, oh. I I can't remember lines. I cannot no. act. It's, I had to do a scope. Crest commercial. Oh, I remember that. I like that commercial. And all I had to do was like say minty fresh or something, and I was like fresh. I'm like cut. <laughs> like it's, it's minty fresh. Oh yeah, sorry, my bad. I'm so excited about minty fresh. No, it's cut. You didn't hold the scope out to the camera. It needs to be perfectly. Oh, yeah. I'm like, you covered, this is hard. You covered the 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 S. <laughs> yeah, you covered the S with your thumb. Oh, I mean, it really. Oh, well, we can't wait to hear about it. Yes, I'll I, keep you guys. Posted. You should keep thinking about who it might be. I know. How back. young is the actress? I don't know her age. Here's the morning hack this morning. You may get some weird looks if you do this, but it works. If you're feeling stressed, all right, they say this works as well as Prozac for improving your mood. Stop by the supermarket or a farmer's market or a garden. I love this. Okay. And smell a tomato. And it does smell what a again? You smell a tomato. The aroma uh, in tomatoes boosts the production of happiness hormones. Just try it. All right. Okay, but buy it afterwards. Yeah, get some tomatoes and keep them on hand. Don't put it back. Yeah, yeah, buy it and then, you know, enjoy it. It's malleable. All right, today's quote. There's a difference between being happy and being distracted from sadness. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Headlines with Sissini.
Well, a number of L.A. landmarks and businesses, including the U.S. Bank Tower, Union Station, and L.A. City Hall, will light up in turquoise this week to raise awareness about the risks of lung cancer and the benefit of potentially life-saving lung cancer screenings. A performance arts center at Compton High School that's being built with the help of music mogul Dr. Dre is one step closer to becoming a reality. The Compton native who donated $10 million to the project joined city and school leaders for a groundbreaking ceremony to celebrate the first step in getting the center up and running. So the facility will include a 1,200 seat theater and will be a place for young people to be creative in a way that will help further their education and positively define their future. That is so cool that he did that project for them. And Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra welcomed their baby girl, Multi Marie, home on Mother's Day weekend at that after she spent more than a hundred days in the newborn ICU. Wow, I could not even imagine. That is so long, but so happy she is home. Nick also posted and shared a photo of her for the first time on social media yesterday. On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Sunshine a little cooler today, upper 60s, mid 70s as you work your way inland. We got a Ryan's Roses this hour. But first, I know that Every now and then I get excited about food and restaurants. I just downloaded the LA Times 101 Best Restaurants. I was telling you about that in mm-hmm, Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And my dream, if the genie came and said, what are your three wishes? One would be that sugar and carbs don't turn to fat. And two would be, I when I go to all the restaurants on the 101 LA Times restaurant list, that would be it. Number three, I'm going to leave to say I want you to come back for three more wishes. Is that legal? If the genie comes, can your third wish be come back for three more wishes? Sure. Why not? Because you know, I feel like that might be against the rules. Whenever that happens, yeah, sure. you let us know. I'm a Disney Plus person, so that could happen at any point in time. Mm-hmm. Believe in the magic, Tanya. Yeah, always believe in the magic. Uh, so don't the talk to bring... me about magic, okay? <laughs> okay, we'll never talk to you about magic. It's <laughs> done. Consider it done. Check. All right. So. Recently, this is uh, we're gonna bring in Tim Lee of Broken Mouth Lee's Homestyle. They won a big honor, uh, just named the best Korean restaurant in the state of California. So, Tim is here. Tim, are you with us? Yes, Ryan. Aloha. How are you? Aloha and congratulations, bro. So, <laughs> uh, we just celebrated the best burrito in the state, according to Yelp. And now you guys have, and you have the best Korean restaurant in California. Congratulations. How does that feel? Thank you so much. Um, it's, it's phenomenal. I mean, I can't believe that we've won some kind of recognition like this. It's, it's honoring, and, and I can't believe they gave us that title. It's crazy. I'm Korean, born and raised in Hawaii, so it means a lot. So Broken Mouth, Lee's Homestyle, 7th in yeah. Los Angeles Street, downtown. And the name of the business comes from Broke dot Mouth, like Broke the Mouth? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So in Hawaii, we speak um, Hawaiian Pigeon English, official language, Hawaiian Creole English to be correct. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, when you eat food that's so good, you know, you say, oh, Brad, I broke them out. And Broke them out is the saying that the name is derived from. Yeah. Do you know, I, I I was in Hawaii not too long ago, earlier this year, for American Idol auditions, and some of the greatest yeah. food in our country is in Hawaii, specifically Honolulu. I, there are mm-hmm. some there are some restaurants in like the strip malls, bro, that are insane there. Yeah. Yeah. 
amazing. I mean, yeah, it's it's such a melting pot of cultures, and you know, um, there's all different kind of cultures that influence the food, and and you know, it's just all very comforting. I mean, I grew up with it, and yeah, I mean, I believe so too. So, <laughs> what 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 is the signature specialty? of what you do and why you think you got this kind of recognition in the state of California? Um, the first dish that I came up with on my menu is the beef dish, and we call it in Hawaii meat chun. And it's a Korean Hawaiian dish that I believe originated in Hawaii. And, um, you know, it's a variation of what they actually do in traditional Korean cuisine. So um, um, all the, a lot of the Koreans and a lot of the Hawaiians all support us and, and you know, they give us, you know, nice reviews and, and you know, we're very consistent. And and, and I, I don't know, I, mean, I just, I can't believe that, you know, they voted us best Korean restaurant. It's, yeah. it's crazy. You gotta, get, you gotta at least look at these food pictures on Instagram. They're going to make your stomach turn around yeah. and around and around with hunger because you go to <laughs> at eat broken mouth on Instagram and you'll see why. Uh, you just look at these photos. You'll see why it like you can literally I almost taste it through my phone. It looks so good. <laughs> um, Tim Lee, Broken Mouth, Lee's Homestyle. Check it out, Los Angeles Street downtown. Congrats, bro. Thank you. Much mahalos. Thanks, Ray. Much mahalos to you. Appreciate see it. you. Bye. There's a sweetness too. There's like a tangy sweetness to some of the items on the menu. That, yes, that you're gonna <laughs> want. Ryan's Rose is next. She says something seems off with her husband, and she just found a secret email account, and he's been very cagey. Oh, no. With his phone. So there you go. It's coming up. All right. So Tanya has a eureka aha moment. It's the <laughs> key to happiness. No, no. <laughs> not the key to happiness, the key to longevity. So if you are a celebrity, I feel like a lot of celebrities date other celebrities because they're at industry events, they meet each other. That's just kind of how it works. But I was reading this article and it was literally called Celebs Who Are Dating Normies. And the list was very long. And the list was like long-term relationships. It wasn't like people that are just dating you know, so this is a famous person dating someone not famous. Correct. Okay. So Patrick Dempsey, for example, he and his wife met at a hair salon while she was working. They've been married now for many, many years. Kevin and Danielle Jonas, they met while they were on vacations with their um, with their families, like obviously separate. But uh, they got married. They have kids. They're both crushing it in their careers. And they seem super in love. Paul Rudd and his wife. They met while she was working at a publicist office. So she offered to, he was like late to a meeting or something. And so she offered to drop his luggage off so that he wasn't going to be more late. They are now married. They've been married for 19 years. She still misses Rudd. Total normie. Gal Gadot met her husband uh, at a desert yoga party. And now he's in real estate. They got married in 2008 and they seem super happy and in love. And then Ariana Grande, remember she was dating everybody in the scene, a lot of celebrities, musicians, comedians. She met Dalton Gomez, total normie, um, when she was looking for a home, and now she's married. Uh, the word normie, I can't. I, I, there's something that irks like, me about it, too. Why? It's cringy to me. Okay. Like, yeah. Well, let's yeah. change. We can change. We don't have to say or that. Normal person or we, person, not fa unfamous, unfamous person, person, not famous person. person. Yeah, we can yeah. say unfamous. Can we go back to the desert yoga party? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was actually in Israel. Um, that's where Gal Gadot met her husband. Yeah. 
holiday? What is a desert yoga party? Oh, is it like Burning Man? Nice. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> it sounds, I mean, it sounds like a meditative place where people gather to center and reflect. Oh, crazy. Obviously. Somebody's been to one of those, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't knock it till you try it, guys. I think uh, <laughs> dating a famous person would be very difficult. Very. You know, I don't, it's like, I think I get what you're trying to say, which is two different lives, two different roles, yin yang. Yin and, and yang. And that can really work. Whereas if two people are in the spotlight, it seems like that causes a problem. And the thing is with like the schedules, you know, like if there's two people with, with schedules that are all over the board, when do you get quality time? Yeah, it's tough. So would you ever date a celebrity, Tanya? Uh well it's hard to say that now because I love my boyfriend yeah. but yeah I, I mean remember I wanted to date Zachary Levi like legit no I do but <laughs> Sisney I have, you have- it before Michael of course <laughs> I would have been like this is awesome I wouldn't have thought of all this stuff what do yeah. you prefer Ryan other like think- absolutely no. Yeah, interesting. But one would argue that maybe you're the celebrity in the relationship. Well, one well, should not date me then. Well, like <laughs> you're nor- you're a normie to us, but right, well. to somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> One hundred two point seven Kiss FM. It's time for Ryan's Roses. So we're going to City Terrace. Melissa is on the line here. Uh, basically, mm. Melissa thinks her husband um, has something going on because he's acting weird and he's super secretive with his phone. Melissa, thanks for coming on. What is he doing that you see as super secretive with his phone? So, you know when you get logged out of your Gmail and you go back in, you can see other Gmail accounts? Yes. So Mm -hmm. I got logged out somehow, and then when I went to log back in, I saw my Gmail account, my husband's Gmail account, and then another email with his name and a bunch of numbers, which is weird. I've never seen it before. So I clicked on it, and there was no incoming or outgoing messages or deleted messages, which is weird in itself. It's almost like he went in and deleted everything because it said the last activity on that email account was the night before. Oh, wow. And it, Yeah, and it looks like he's on there almost every day. So he's clearly hiding something. This is a lot of evidence. You went forensic. Yeah, but the thing is, you guys can't. If you say that you're sending roses, he definitely is going to think it's a scam. So what I was thinking is you could call him and say that you have a romantic gift to deliver and you want to confirm the address. I've heard that you've done this before with husbands trying to find out if their wives are cheating. I think that that I could get the information I need that way. Mm, Do you have a name of who this romantic gift could be coming from? No, there's literally nothing. It was just empty. Like he had just deleted everything. But how will we, like, won't he just think it's from you? I don't, I mean, if you say, oh, we have a gift, um, you know, maybe if you just ask the address, like if he confirms the address, obviously if it's an address that's not here. Okay. Hold on one second. We are going to get into this. Sis, let's figure this out. Make the call. Okay. Melissa is concerned. Her husband's acting strange and cagey with his phone. Uh, And she thinks that something may be going on. Now, Melissa, if you find out that something is going on, are you prepared? Are you upset? Are you relieved? Like, where's your head on all of it? Oh, my God. I guess uh, all of that. I mean, at least I'll know what the mystery is. But, of course, I'm going to be upset. It's just... 
there's nothing there for me to figure it out. So I'm, I just want to solve this mystery. Okay. Well, here we go. Be very quiet. We're going to offer him some roses and see what we can find out. I need you to say, Ryan, you have my permission to call and then his name on Kiss FM. You have my permission to call. Okay, we're going to do that now. Here we go. Be very quiet and good luck. Okay. Hello. Hi, is this Derek? This is he. Hi, Derek. My name is Olivia. I'm calling from The Spark. How are you doing this morning? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for asking. So we actually have a delivery for you today, but our systems went down, and I just need to confirm the rest of your address. I know that you're in City Terrace, but I just don't have anything else. Um, it's a it's a beautiful... What's it's a, it's, Spark? Oh, we specialize in um, romantic gifts. I've never heard of you guys before. We're new to the area. Okay. Um, well, I I don't see me getting any romantic gifts from anybody. So oh, that must be like a no, no, no. This is this is definitely for you. I have all your. This is Derek. You're in City Terrace, correct? Yes. It's a, it's a beautiful gift. So I would love to get this out for you in our delivery truck this afternoon. It will be there. Um, yeah, probably before lunchtime, if you can just confirm your address. You know, I'm good. I appreciate <clears throat> everything, but, um, you know, wh- whoever this is from or whatever, it's it's supposed to be me, I guess. But, like, why don't you just, you know, send it back, tell them no thank you, whatever. I just... Derek, I your voice... I'm sorry to interrupt you, but your voice is being broadcast on the radio. And, Derek, I have your wife, Melissa, on the line. Derek... She's told us you're being secretive with your phone and thinks you may be hiding something. Are you, Derek? Uh, <clears throat> I'm. I don't know what's going on. I'm not. I don't think I'm hiding anything. But <sighs> Melissa is there. Melissa? Yeah, Melissa. What do you think he is doing, babe? I I logged into Gmail and it, it logged me out. And there's this other Gmail account. And it's completely empty like you deleted everything. Like, what's, what's going on? You're being really weird. Um, well, I don't think... Can, can we just hang up and uh, talk what? about this together? This is kind of a personal uh, phone call, don't you think? I mean... Babe, <clears throat> what's going on? You're being weird. Just what's up with that email? Okay, look. Somebody, somebody's harassing me, and I don't. Yeah, I don't mind talking about it, but I want to talk about it off the radio. Can we just get off the radio? I can't. Someone is harassing you in a way that's dangerous or threatening, Derek. Well, you're scaring me. It's kind of personal. Okay. What? Understood. I think understood. It's Uh, between a husband and a wife. Is what I'm, I'm. I don't know. Are I, you, but Derek, before I understand, I'm trying to respect your what you're saying. But are you cheating on your wife? I'd rather not say. So anything. then, by not well, saying anything, that's it's obvious. You yes. are. Oh my god! So Melissa reaches out to us, 
It says a few minutes ago and says, hey, my husband's being cagey with his cell phone. We get Derek, the husband, on the line. He's being cagey with Sissony. Mm-hmm. And we don't really find out too much until I ask him at the end of the call after he says, hey, Melissa, this is personal. I don't want to talk about it on the air. Hey, Melissa, I'm being harassed. And I just said, Derek, we want to respect your privacy if you're being harassed. But are you cheating on your wife? And then he said, I'd like to talk about this off the air. Right. Well, that. He said not exactly or something weird like that. Not, I, I, what did he say? It all runs together in a way. I mean, Tubbs, you would say, no, I'm not. Right. <laughs> Absolutely not. Right? Yeah. You wouldn't be like, ah, ha, ha. Yeah, right now on the radio. Ah, ha. <laughs> so what do we think, Tanya? We think he cheated, and now she, the one that cheated, is all over harassing him. Correct. Trying, trying to whatever to him for whatever reason. Like they could have both been having an affair and then now this woman that he was having the affair with broke things off with her husband and wants to be with him. And so she's harassing him. But he's saying, no, 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 I don't want to do this. And so that's why he's like, this is very private. I want to talk yeah. separately. Kate, what do you think's going on? Yeah, I still don't understand why he had that separate email account and didn't tell his wife about it. I mean, so someone was harassing him. I mean, I think what happened is that he was cheating and now that woman is harassing him. And yeah. so he had to keep it from his wife. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it sounds... All of the clues lead to that conclusion for us. Kate, thanks for calling. You're welcome. Thank you. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. I mean, I, I don't want to pick the hits, but that one's going to skyrocket, yeah, Sisney. Oh, yeah. It's got, you know what else is going to be a big hit? Is that uh, First Class by uh, Jack Harlow. Exactly. It already is. We, she's the music director, so we mm-hmm. can know if we're on the right path. Or and not. you're on the right path. You're you're actually correct. I think I'm maybe developing an ear because I heard uh, Gail first. I'm like, that's going to the top. And I heard Lotto, and I'm like, that's going to the top. And sure yeah. enough, there there they went. I may be developing an ear after all these years. Yeah, it's like you host some countdown on the weekends that kind of counts down to like the number one song. Yeah, but those don't show up number <laughs> one for weeks or months sometimes. Yeah, takes a while. All right, so this is going to be, I guess, fun. I don't know yet because I don't know the result. But do you think you're a difficult person? Sisney, do you? Before I took this test, no. (laughs) So you didn't. (laughs) Tony, do you think you're difficult? Uh, Difficult isn't the word I'd say preferential. Yeah, I don't like the word difficult because I think I'm precise. Well, I think that's why this test is so irky because you're like you don't want to be a difficult person nobody wants to be that but but this, i want to be precise yeah this really kind of gets down into the percentage of how difficult you are like if you so, go out to eat with me i'm like that annoying oh you're says, so difficult i know hold the cheese why is she so difficult because she can't have certain things mm-hmm. yeah so if we're going to order something for the table she's like well can we get that on the side and we're like yeah it comes i do with that. it already i like, do that just get it how it is but but tanya and i know <laughs> what happens in our bellies if we don't protect our bellies it's yeah. because you guys have deprived yourself for so many years and it's you're like, welcome whatever the yeah, other day, you are yeah, the other day she, in the studio hello, you are welcome hello, the other day she accidentally had my coffee that had real milk in it and then she uh, had to go to the bathroom right away and she was actually thankful because she hadn't gone to the bathroom in like two days and so she was like Wow, that actually really went right through me and it helped me out. And you're I was like, welcome. I, I was saying you're welcome to her in that Everybody's case. welcome, guys. <laughs> All right, so let's okay. take the test. Came right. out of the University well, of Georgia? Yeah, during your University of Georgia. So they believe now that you can scientifically figure out if you're a difficult person based on this quiz. So I pulled a few examples, but if you want to <laughs> take the quiz, you want to do uh-huh. it? 
okay. Like, I honestly think we can do it in like three minutes, two minutes. Right, it's doing two. Okay, all right, ready. Here's <laughs> question. So who's going to do this? This will be Ryan or let's do, let's do Ryan. Yeah. Okay. All right, question one. I can get pretty angry when others disagree with me. I don't get angry. You don't get angry. Not okay, angry. Dis- so you, I'm going to do half disagree. Oh, yeah, no. Okay. All right. Forever. And though it's fine, you guys. I hold grudges. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I like telling people what to do. Uh, not yes. Mm, okay, yeah. <laughs> I'll do a half yes. Wait, I'm answering my question. Okay. We both Tanya. are, okay? I think about hurting and or humiliating people who annoy me. No, no. Uh, no, I do not. Okay, strongly disagree. I often feel suspicious of people even after they've acted loyal towards me. 100%. <laughs> you do? Okay. Yeah, are you kidding? I don't trust I them. usually don't help others unless there's something in it for me. No. No. Okay, no or neutral? Actually, it's the reverse. I'm trying to get y'all to do more. Okay, so I'm in disagree. And we're done. Two more. Two more. I have often been described as cold or uncaring. No. No. Okay. And people purposefully do and say things to upset me. Uh, you guys. Okay. So is that Go neutral. neutral. Ah, and this neutral. is the last one. I exploit others towards my own ends. No. No. Here we go. Results are in. How Drum roll, please. Wait, what, how do you get the results? Drum roll, that? please. Ooh, what are the results? You, you score high in suspicion. That's interesting. Yeah, you're a suspicious person. I'm curious. You are a somewhat difficult person <laughs> by 45%. And you taking, score high wait. in ma- manipulativeness and suspicion and a little bit in aggression. Oh, my God. Well, this test sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. I, I took gonna, it three times because I'm I wanted to change I'm angry over the test mind. results now. I got a 42% someone difficult, so. What did I get? You got 45. 45? <laughs> oh, so we're equally not, by the way, not bad out of 100. <laughs> it's not bad. Like, if I got, if we got a 42 or 45 out of 100, we would have failed, which is good in this case. I think you did great. So the difficult test, I think. But this w- is interesting because look at the, the thing. You're, sus- you're very suspicious. Yeah, I ask questions for a freaking living. No, I think you don't trust people. That's true. I don't trust any of you guys. Mm -hmm. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. You know, if you go to the bathroom at Heart and Hustle, the gym, Uh in the men's room, right above the urinal is a photograph of Diplo. (laughs) That's so funny and random. And if you look to the left, yours truly. Oh, really? The mm-hmm. thirst trap you posted last week? or <laughs> in the men's, No, no, no. From years ago. In the men's room at the gym. Why do they do that? Inspiration, Is it like guys, a collage? <laughs> Dip on our inspiration. But like, why be inspired when you're taking a tinkle? No, it's oh, just you, like, why well, you take a breather? Yeah, it's like distracting. It's like, mm-hmm. take your mind off of it and look at your goals. Isn't that but weird that someone is staring at a picture of you when they're, you know what is out? Flattering. Uh-huh. I, uh, yeah, I like it. Put a picture of me yeah, right up in there. Flattering. Yeah. flattering. Anyway, the point is, he's over the urinal because he's ripped in the photo. I'm there because uh, I had a heart and hustle sweatshirt on the picture and it looked like a good ad. <laughs> uh, what are we doing? Let's take Terry here. Terry, good morning. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm good. So, what, you want to talk to Sissany? Or all of you. I can't okay, believe I'm here. talking to Ryan. I love we you. We are here. We are here. Thank you, Terry. Mutual, mutual. So, so I what's was up? just listening. The other day, you guys were talking about feeling attraction to other people when you're married. And Sissany said, feeling the attraction is cheating. Um, and I disagree with that respectfully because I yeah. love Sissany too. Well, love you, Terry. Thank you for listening. But I do still stand by if you are a tr- attracted to somebody 
that is a sexual feeling that you're feeling inside of yourself. Therefore, it is grounds of cheating. Emotionally, at least. Well, what about if you're watching a movie and you see That's different. You David can, Beckham? You can admire him for or being a soccer good. Game. You can admire him for being good looking. Yeah, think you can think people are attractive, but but you don't. So you don't fantasize them. about David Beckham? Mm, not my type. Or or whoever your type is. No. You never fantasized about another man. Well, it's different. Famous. But no. like, I'm, not, I'm you, okay. You can fantasize, but you're not attracted to them. But Does Terry's that sense? saying that. No, it doesn't. That's what Terry's saying. Right. So I, my, my thing is I have had a pretty strong attraction to someone for about a year now and we are both married. We're really good friends, but I have never acted on it and he has never acted on it. So my feeling is I can't control who I'm attracted to or how I feel like it's very much out of my control, but I can control my actions and I have never done anything. So am I cheating? Well, kind of. Uh, yeah, if you know that guy's into you and you're into him and you guys are both married. Well, that sounds like a dangerous equation Ooh. right there, by the way, that both of you, do both of you know you're into each other? Oh, yeah, like we've never talked about it, but yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's dangerous, Terry. That's dangerous. And I'm not, there. And I'm not saying I'm right. I'm not saying I'm in the right at all. I'm just saying it's kind of beyond my control. An attraction describes interest. Therefore, Wait. you're interested in somebody else. Therefore, you're cheating on your but spouse. But are you happily married? Mostly, yes. So mm. there's a distinction between attracted to and attraction, right? Like yes. I, I'm attract. No, no, sorry, attractive and attraction. Yeah, so I think so. That, so uh, I find Tubbs in his jiu-jitsu gear attractive correct but i'm not attracted to him no correct yes i think there's a difference that you can respect people for being good looking for being attractive for being all that but when you say i'm attracted to you that means that you're showing she can't control her feeling yeah that's being attracted to them so it's not about controlling your feelings but it's what are you missing in your marriage that's leading you to open up to these feelings to somebody else right oh true yeah well, Terry, we've been no help. Uh, no. No, I think this that. is a lot of help, Terry. I think you need to reevaluate your feelings. Or just figure out what's at the root of opening the door. Just a jar. Nothing happened. Just a jar. Right. Okay. Are you okay? Yeah, no, I'm good. I just I I just don't think it's cheating and that was my um that was my thought. But no, you guys but I, I understand exactly what you yes, are saying. I do too. And I think it can mean different things for different people. For me, that is a level of cheating for me. But maybe it's not for you, and that's okay too. But this, okay. okay, Terry, good luck to you. So you do fantasize about people for sure. on the movie screen. Uh, yes. They're, you're watching a movie, and it's a beautiful movie but star. But how is that not cheating? Because I'm not like, I'm not acting on it. You know what I mean? Well, that's not what you said. You said if you think about them being attract, if you being attracted to them, then no, that's no. Okay, let's use us as examples. So, no, I don't like this game. Uh, <laughs> How do you know the game? I think because he's going to use us to be attracted to each but other. But like, okay, let's. No, so Sisney's like married, right? Sisney's married. She comes in here every day, and she is attracted to no tubs. Okay, let's go. I'm tubs. not. It's all bad. <laughs> This is not going <laughs> But you can say Tubbs is attractive, okay? But, but if she's not. saying, I'm, okay. She doesn't think he is. Sorry, Tubbs. I'm but just going to But if she says, 
I am attracted to. There's something that I'm attracted to. I want to go after tubs. Oh, I'm not going just... to go after tubs, but I have interest there. There's, Why don't we there's... use you as the example? You I... actually did find tubs attractive I... because you guys went to see each other in Vegas so... one late night. Fine. Use me as the example. I think that there is clearly, if I am attracted to him and I want to explore that attraction, there's something missing in my relationship that leads me to have that feeling. Even though I'm not acting on it, I'm not actually cheating. If you come to work every day and you're attracted to somebody that you work every day, that is cheating in my book. That is like you're coming to work and you're fantasizing about your coworker. And you should be I thinking be, about your I husband. Would be fr- I, if I knew that and I was with somebody that did that, I would be frustrated by that. Yes. <laughs> so that's my point. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Jennifer, 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 we are ready for, take a lot of calls here, talk a lot of drama here. Let's just have some goodness. Tell me something good, Jennifer. Yes. Hey, guys. Um Hi. Well, I'm, I'm a mom to two amazing young men and... I was a single mom for years, and so, as you guys know, it's really hard as a mom, you know, to give up one of your sons, you know, when they get married, but my oldest is getting married, and I could not have picked out a more perfect person. He's getting married in October, and I am perfectly fine with becoming number two. She's amazing, so... very excited uh, about this marriage coming up. So um very, very excited about what's welcoming her into our family. Oh, that's so great. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, well, Jennifer, where are you from? I'm from Arkansas. Why not? I just I'm from Georgia. And I just Every love your show. Well, thank <laughs> you yes. very much. You seem like a listening. lovely person. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. David Spade joining us, Kiss FM. LA's It's it's LA's number one hit music station. Have you ever DJ'd? As a DJ like you? Yeah, like on the radio. Oh, not like Paris Hilton Ibiza. <laughs> no. Or both. Have you done beep, that? Bop, boop, bop, beep, beep, bop. Every TikTok song. Beep, bop, boop. No, I uh I wanted to be a DJ for real when I started stand-up because I mostly first of all it's a harder job than people think, but I was so lazy and I knew I, I didn't get up in the morning till eleven. Right. And I said, What is a good job where I could work at like four or five? I don't know what the good shifts are. And then when I got the word that early is good, I go, oh, gross. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> New vocation. Uh, but I think stand-up to me would be the hardest job, hardest live job because of, A, I, don't, I, I couldn't do it. Of but the beatings? Of all of them. Yeah. The of, beatings but, lately? Yeah. But, no, it's hard for a I bunch mean, of reasons. You've always been good about that. Like, I think you know that it's a hard job and you – are in like the comedy world anyway. And it's just tough and it's tough to go out. My new latest tough thing, aside from being just overall tough, is to do a Netflix special in the middle of a tour and not think far enough ahead to go, people go in. They're like my mom, they go, is there gonna be a new hour tomorrow night when I see you? I go, a new hour? That one took me two years. (laughs) My mom is like, we're going to both shows, do something different, please. Don't go to both shows. I mean, this is a once in a lifetime event. <laughs> of course. Hey, and speaking, but speaking <laughs> of the, you, you mentioned the beatings. I think you said, what was your reaction to what happened to Chappelle the other night? 
Chappelle was, uh, God, you know, this is in the middle of this whole Netflix uh, comedy festival. Yeah. So we did something with Chappelle, Chappelle in the day. Is his name Chevelle or Chappelle? Chappelle. Um, and I know him well. It's Chevelle. Okay, so, but he's like kind of a very sweet, uh, interesting, very thought out individual in my eyes and always gives uh, a few minutes to people, non-show busy, show busy. He, he will talk to pretty much anyone. I love that about him. He's sort of the world's comic right now. And uh, mm. And people really listen to him. He's a deep thinking comic. I'm obviously a skim job comic. But he, it's great to see him. And then he goes to Hollywood Bowl. It's part of these big things. I think Rock was going to be there. And so what a great time. This happens. And I feel like maybe that Will Smith thing just broke the seal of, oh, you can go up there now. And that's dangerous because 99% of the crowd, if they ever went up, it's just because they're so excited they want to get closer to someone that they see in real life they ne never see. And it's just more excitement. And then there's people that you don't know what's going on. And that's why yeah. it's dangerous. And I think all entertainers will react first from now on. They, well, there will be no hugs. It, it, there will be no nothing. It will be. It was uncharted first. territory until the world saw it happen. And you're seeing it in NBA games. You're seeing it with comedians. Yeah. And it's just a, it's a very sad thing. But you get up there you're not thinking like that i mean you're in your mind when you're going through your your routine your monologue your jokes do you see the whole thing in like a string like how do you see it in your head when you're because to me the art of the great i mean obviously it's funny but the segueing to me is an right. art that is incredible no, to watch listen that connective tissue and the organization of a written joke it's so important so the other night i was doing one of these theaters and when they get big, 2,000, 2,500, it's different than a club. And they're paying money there. You have to be so laser focused is the point. Because when I'm talking, I can't drift off and screw around. Like at a club, you can kind of screw around and you just throw your act together. But you have to get every word right to make a joke make sense. And I you mixed up. up something and I yeah. said it wrong and it was dead silent. I'm like, uh -oh. I played it back my hand. And I go, <laughs> oh, I just said the same thing twice. I didn't say the punchline. <laughs> and, and so I asked one of the audience, did I just say that wrong? And she goes, yeah. And then <laughs> I said, I'm going to say it again. Please, everybody act like I never said it the first time. <laughs> and so I did the joke again. Then I pointed and they all laughed hard. And then we got back on track. But at least, and I'm like, I can't drift off for one second. Oh, yeah. It's like a beating because when I get off, I go, oh, because you have to be so like, I have to say that, that, and what's next? And then I, and you can't no, take too many pauses. They yell. If you it's it's fascinating. If you watch stand-up and you look at somebody who does an hour, hour and a half, whatever it is, every single word is set up for a callback or a tee-up or a payoff. Yeah. I mean, it really is. A, it's a, I, I'm blown away by it always, David. And I, I really have a, a great appreciation for what you do. So new, special, nothing personal, Netflix. What do we need to know about this? Not too much. Uh, it's just... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> me, uh, all my favorite best jokes over the last year or two, uh, the stuff I've been working on and I tour with, and it does well for me. But the thing is, once you sell a special and you get it out there, it's a double-edged sword because now you have to keep writing. And the problem is I was writing up until the special, and I said, I want to tape it as close to when it airs. Don't hold it for six months. I don't like when things sit on a shelf. 
mm-hmm. comedy, the jokes change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. The world right. change. You go, oh, that yeah. didn't. And I'm doing jokes about Fauci and Corona. And so they're not, even two months later, it's a little itchy, you know, like, right. oh, that one's a little old. Down. You don't really need that. But I'm trying to write up to the minute. And then we flipped it quickly. And so I don't have a heavy backload of ways to fill that hour with new stuff. So some is what's in the special. Some and, and you know, listen, I go to see Journey. They better do Don't Stop Believing. Right. People you want know? to hit Bon Jovi. You got to do Slipper <laughs> One. It's different. Songs, right? When a stand up say, well, everything better be new. I'm like, why? If I see Sebastian, <laughs> I go, do the Uber thing. Do the thing about going to a wedding and everyone, you know, dance. So many friends are with me. I go, you yeah. got to hear this one. So there is something to that, which I believe is real. It's true. And then there's some people want all new. Some people want the same. And, and it's, it's more of a mix. I do a lot of stuff that really worked well in the special. And then I do some stuff really old and then do some stuff that's just new. And, uh, you know, you also owe it to them to do well. And if I walk out there with a new sure. hour, that's okay. I feel like that's more of a ripoff. Yeah. You feel like you're letting them down. Hey, good luck, man. Good to see you uh, as always. Check it out. His stand-up special, Nothing Personals on Netflix, David Spade. We'll connect soon, man. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Great to, great to talk to you. Damn. Be well. See you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Actually, really nice to have that conversation with David because he's funny and we've had him on a lot where he does some of the jokes that he's going to do, but it's really interesting for me to understand the psyche of a comedian. That's hard. It was interesting when he said that at the end of the day, we do want to hear those old classic jokes, like the funny ones. Play the hits. Right. (laughs) Exactly. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. We are wrapping it up today. Second date update tomorrow. They met at a party of a friend of a friend, exchanged info, and then things fell off. We'll find out. (laughs) We'll find out tomorrow. Have a good day. Thanks for listening to On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.